0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, it's me. If I sound a little different this week, it's because I am sick, but I'm still recording. I don't want to brag, but I think I happened to be the all-time winner of COVID. You see, I have COVID again. As you guys know, I had it three and a half months ago. And just as I was getting my smell back, boom, I got COVID again. I am double vaxxed. I am boosted. I wear a mask everywhere I go. I am pretty safe about COVID, but I was away with LL. As you know, in my last episode, I was talking about our trip to Wyoming. And it was the first time I had eaten indoors uh, since Omicron started. And I was even telling a story about sitting at a bar. It wasn't like a party bar. I was just eating at a bar, but still I was in a restaurant sitting at the bar. And LL, who did not catch COVID when I had it the first time around, got COVID. And I thought I was safe. But then a couple days later, I tested positive. I tested positive on a Tuesday and by Friday when I tested again, I no longer had COVID four days later, but my cold still persists. So I'm staying away from everyone. Also, I didn't lose my smell this time. So that's a win. Anyway, I sound like one of those college kids who's constantly at a nightclub or a party somewhere, but I promise you I'm not. Uh, Over Christmas break, I did nothing. I sat at home. I I did not leave my house because there was such a big spike in New York. And I guess this is just the world that we live in now. So remember, be safe. You can still get COVID at all times. I did not get very sick. I sound worse than I am, but it's because I just have this cold. But I want to talk to you about the COVID math that I'm doing. This is not a professional opinion and I am not a doctor. But the way that I look at it, the way I talk about this new world we're living in, where I think COVID is here to stay. I kind of weigh what's most important to me. For example, I think it's important that my son see his friends. I think it would lead to severe depression if he was just locked up with me. Not that I'm not fun, because I'm pretty fun when it comes to mothers, but I do want him to see his friends and I want him to live like a healthy teenager. So he does that in measured ways. He spends time with friends where he knows, you know, their lifestyle and they're not like out at parties or anything, but they are spending time together. And as for me, I have my own COVID math that I do, which is I weigh the risk. And if it's worth getting COVID, for example, do I want to go to a birthday party or a birthday dinner of someone I don't really like? No. That's not worth getting COVID for. Do I want to go to a show I don't want to see because I have tickets? No, that's not worth getting COVID for. But for me, it would be worth getting COVID for seeing, let's say, Pearl Jam. That would be worth it because I love Pearl Jam. Or Kanye don't hate me. That could also be a whole don't hate me. But so in this case, I measured the risk of getting COVID if I went to go ski, which is one of my favorite things to do and to go skiing in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which I've never done. And I did it knowing there was a risk of getting COVID. I'm not saying that's what people should be doing. So this should also turn into a don't hate me. But as I always say, I want to stay honest with you guys and have full transparency. I got to ski in some beautiful mountains, but now I'm sick. You tell me, was it worth it? Actually curious to hear what your stance is on this. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me, but who are you people that sign up for the early morning boot camp at a work retreat or a wedding weekend? The ones who say, Yes, I'd like to take part in the 7 a.m. boot camp or yoga. Who are you people? Because I can't relate to you at all. Now, I want to be very clear. I think you're way better than me, and I'm not saying that facetiously at all. Okay. I wish I was one of those people who went to bed every night, set my alarm woke up and made the most of my day, but I'm not. When I wake up, if I don't have to be somewhere like waking my son up for school or working or at an appointment of some kind, I will lay in my bed for a good one to two hours, even when I'm awake. Okay. I'm a sloth. I I don't know what to tell you. Not to say I'm not physically active because I do exercise and I like to walk and I like to hike and I like to Ski, as we addressed earlier. And I like SLT, which is like a Pilates on a reformer. But I'm not going to overachieve my day. I'm not going to make the most of it. You know, those memes like, oh, you and Beyonce have the same 24 hours in, in the day. Well, guess what? I am not making the same use of my time as Beyonce. I'm probably not making the same use of my time as any of my listeners. I can almost guarantee you all make better use of your time than I do. And it's one of my life regrets. I wish I could be the person, the alarm setter who shows up for morning boot camp. But who are you? I need to know, how do I get like that? I mean, I am lucky that I have chosen a partner LL, who is on the same page as me. I have now been on a work retreat of his and they offered the option of early morning boot camp and or yoga. And luckily he said no to both for us because had he said yes, I would have taken forks and stuck them in my actual eyes. I, I couldn't date someone. By the way, if he wanted to go do it, go for it just don't expect me to be a part of it okay like you go do your 6am boot camp just let me lie in bed aimlessly doing nothing okay that's all i ask so luckily i chose someone who who likes to do the same and he by the way is makes way better use of his time than i do i want to go on record for saying that he wakes up he starts his day He's much more organized about his time and dealing with me is like dealing with pig pen. I I don't know what to say. Now, if you guys are early morning boot campers at retreats or wedding weekends, wedding weekends that offer an early morning exercise class to the whole weekend wedding gang, God bless. You're gonna live way longer than I am probably. You're certainly gonna be healthier and more nimble as you get older. And I'm gonna rot away like the Cadbury cream eggs I've been consuming all week, ever since they became available at CVS. <sighs> Donate me. But I hate early morning organized exercise classes on vacation. What is that? By the way, I'm going to go a step further. I hate exercise on vacation. Who are the people that go to the gym on vacation? Uh, again, I'm very active. I hike on my vacation. I'll swim in the ocean. I'll go for walks. I'll go for a bike ride. But I am certainly not taking water aerobics. Hell no. Don't hate me, but I can't relate to you. Okay, we just had a massive snowstorm in New York. It is so cold and snowy and now it's icy. Again, not good for my dry skin whatsoever. But luckily... The way comes to the rescue. Turn your shower into an escape with gentle skin softening whey Melrose Place body cleanser. It balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue. It gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time. Made of high quality, luxurious ingredients like jojoba seed and rosehip oil. All of these things help keep my skin soft and supple in the hell that is new york city in a snowstorm to experience the new way melrose place body cream and body cleanser your body your way go to the that's t h e o u a i.com and use the code believe to get 15% off your entire purchase that's 15% off your entire order at the way.com code believe B l e a v. I just have a quick question on Yellowstone, which I I know I mentioned before, but I am so obsessed with Yellowstone. If you're not watching it, please watch it. I am telling you, it is the greatest show I've watched in years. But I have a quick question about Yellowstone, which can do no wrong, and this is not a spoiler. I will put some spoilers because I'm going to do a Yellowstone episode as one of my bonus spoiler episodes. But how come everyone? that lives on the Yellowstone Ranch drinks directly out of a full whiskey or bourbon bottle at all times. No one's ever like, Hey, do you have a glass or you want to pour that in glass? They're just drinking, you know, huge bottles, you know, like, Bottles that would be at a bar. Like Beth, my idol, is constantly just sitting around swigging from a whiskey bottle. She's just walking around, holding it, drinking it, as though STEMware was never invented. And everyone else does that too. And so two people will just show up with their bottles. And I'm just wondering what would happen if I showed up at my friend's house with a bottle of, you know, mezcal and was just sitting around their living room, drinking it directly from the bottle. Would they think I'd lost my mind? Probably. But they could get away with it because they're the Yellowstone people. Did I order all the merchandise? Yes, I did. Because in my heart, I believe I work on the ranch. Anyway, pay attention to the bottle situation, okay? Because I'm obsessed with it. Again, I'm not putting down Yellowstone. It's the greatest thing that I've ever seen. I'm just fascinated by the fact that there's no glasses on the entire ranch. Okay. A while back, I don't know if you remember, but I asked you guys some questions on my Instagram. I said, send me your confessions and I will justify them for you. You could also send me some advice. So I figured now is a great time since I already recorded a lot of those answers to play that footage, that recording, that audio, uh, because I sound a lot better and I don't sound as sick. And it's about time you guys get your answers and your justifications. So let's get into that. First one, a listener writes in, I sometimes like to go into tourist stores on West 42nd Street and peruse the merchandise. Okay, listen, honey, guess what? I'm gonna justify that for you right now. First of all, there's nothing like a random store that sells nothing but crap. Not saying that that stuff is crap. I mean, where else can you buy a painting of the New York City skyline that has rhinestones on it, but also buy a snow globe, which by the way, I have a really weird snow globe obsession, you guys. I like anything that takes place in like a diorama or like a weird glass world. I don't know. It's like a really weird, creepy obsession of mine. I, I don't have a collection. I mean, I do... I don't have it. But when I used to travel or travel with my son, we'd buy a snow globe from every place. And then I realized we look like hoarders. So we stopped a long time ago, but we do have some snow globes. I really love them. Anyway, I digress. I think it's totally fine to have a weird obsession with tourist merchandise stores on West 42nd Street, because I myself have a really weird store fetish. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm obsessed with bodegas. I I fancy myself a bodega expert, if you will. But one of my really weird quirks is that I'm also obsessed with campsite stores. When I say campsite stores, I'm being generous. You know, those little bodegas, (laughs) campsites that sell, like it's kind of like a bodega at a campsite. Okay. They sell like Spaghettios and marshmallows and sticks and fire starters and like lighters and flashlights and a Bunsen burner to make meth or eggs in the morning. I don't know if you use a Bunsen burger when you burner when you camp. I, I don't know what I'm, you know, what I'm talking about. But you know what I'm talking about? The reason I love those stores is because they're like, bodegas, but in a time warp there, the stuff is from like the seventies and you never know what you're going to find. And it's such a weird eclectic mix. Like you could buy pickup sticks, but you could also buy, you know, a robe, but you could also buy Twinkies. I don't know. (laughs) And it's just, like I said, it's like a time warp. So I can justify for you, if you're obsessed with merch stores, cheesy merch stores, I, I get it. Because I'm obsessed with weird stores myself. Okay, time for another. A listener wrote in, I had sex with a guy at a place called the Metro Motel in a shitty area of the Bronx. Well, guess what? It's your lucky day. I'm gonna justify that for you, okay? If this was pre-COVID times, I would have said, you know, my biggest concern is bed bugs. Metro Motel in the Bronx sounds like a quite transient place. People coming, going, probably by the hour. So I'd be concerned about not only diseases, you know, I don't know anything about this guy, but I, I would just hope he'd take you to a classier place. But my biggest concern, like I said, remember bed bugs were one of our big concerns, but guess what? Now that we're at the height of Omicron, this is what I'm gonna say to you. I would say to you, you know what? We're at the, we've been in a pandemic for three years, you have sex at that Metro Motel. In fact, rent it by the hour if that's what you want. You know what? Rent it in five minute increments. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. The world is ending. So do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy, okay? If if the Metro Motel makes you happy or that guy does or, or that guy in the Metro Motel it does it for you, then just do it, okay? In fact- Call tomorrow and make a reservation. Because who knows if there's going to be motels for much longer. I myself happen to have a weird obsession with weird kind of motels. I always wanted to go to one of those hotels, like the beautiful Mount Airy Lodge, that has, you know, bubble baths that are like heart-shaped or champagne glasses. They're like hot tubs. I always wanted to do that. But I never did. And if you have, is that real? Do they really have that? I guess the beautiful Mount Airy Lodge, you really have to be a Northeasterner to know what that is. There was commercials on all the time, like beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. And I never went to one, but I've always wanted to go to one. There's a side of me that loves really tacky things. Okay. I uh, This listener just wrote one that I, I can't justify. I'm sorry. They wrote, the office is meh meaning The Office isn't good. Guess what? I can't justify that for you. I'm having, I'm really struggling because that's literally one of my top shows of all time. It's what made me want to write scripts for television. How do you not, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. Steve Carell is brilliant. The entire cast is brilliant. I can't justify that for you. I'm sorry. The only way I could justify that for you is by saying you don't understand it. And that's a justification in itself. A not nice one, but it is a justification. I mean, Jim and Pam, what a great couple. I want someone to love me the way Jim loves Pam. And by the way, I think my boyfriend does. I do. But um, everything about The Office, I just, I've watched them all 30 times and I just belly laugh every time. My two favorite episodes of The Office, by the way, are the dinner party episode and the fire drill episode. I probably have other favorites. They're all my favorite. But now I'm going to share a confession with you. And you guys are probably going to hate me, but don't hate me. I didn't love friends the way you all love friends. I I didn't love it the way you all loved it. I was way more of a Seinfeld girl, and that shouldn't surprise you guys one bit. Okay, the next listener writes, Starbucks needs two lines, one for normal people and another for Frappuccino people. You know what? I'm going to justify this for you. I agree with you. And let me tell you why. I actually made a video about Starbucks. If you haven't seen it, you can go onto YouTube and Google Jenna Kingsley Starbucks where I pranked a Starbucks. But one of the things is I got someone to change their order from a latte to a regular coffee. I, I don't understand these 20-minute Starbucks orders. I personally like my coffee black with almond milk and cinnamon. It's, it's been consistent that way for years and years, maybe 10 years. Anyway, that's my coffee order. If you want to foam my milk, I'm fine with that, but I'm not going to ask for it. I do like frothy almond milk or oat milk, but you know what? It is what it is. I'll, I'll just pour it into my coffee like a regular basic person. I think there should be two lines. I do. One is the line of shame and that's the frappuccino line. People are putting shots and dashes and two hits of this with a side of that. It's a lot for coffee. It is. I could justify that for you because I think you're absolutely right. That's an easy justification. I think most people would agree. How many of you just get coffee versus how many of you get like a fancy schmancy 25 minute unicorn drink that comes with a sprinkles on top? And like a hula dancer. I need to wake up in the morning and and I need my coffee to be a slap in the face. Has to just kick me in the teeth. Be like, wake up, bitch. Not like a gentle Bath and Body Works experience in my mouth. I, I don't want that. I want like a Navy SEAL aggressor. Okay, the next listener. I have a crush on my dentist. Ooh, this is going to be hard because as you guys know, I myself, I've talked about on this podcast, would I've said I'd rather go to the gynecologist every day of the year than the dentist one time. I, I hate the dentist and I don't know how you'd be attracted to anyone who is in your mouth drilling and scraping and making your gums bleed and, and quite frankly, possibly getting pleasure out of it like Steve Martin's character in Little Shop of Horrors. Maybe that's your kink. Maybe maybe you like someone like Steve Martin from Little Shop of Horrors. Like a like a dominant man or woman in your mouth giving you pain. Sorry. I realize that's not family friendly. This just got awkward. Let's change it. Let's on to the next one. Okay, a listener wrote, "Their confession, is this a confession? There's something wrong with a man who doesn't learn to drive stick." Okay, guys, my First boyfriend taught me to drive stick. He did. His father was a race car driver, believe it or not. And he made me learn to drive stick on the Taconic Parkway, which is a a, a parkway in in New York that has no shoulder. And it's one of the more <laughs> dangerous highways. And I learned. And let me tell you something. I like when a man knows how to drive stick. A woman driving stick is just as hot. But here's the thing. I want my man to know how to drive stick because what if... What if we're alone in in the woods being chased by a killer and the only car available is a stick? And what if my contacts fell out and I can't drive and he has to drive and the car is a stick? And he's like, I don't know how to drive it. I'm sorry. That's not going to work for me. I'm with you. I'm going to justify that for you. I think a man should know how to drive stick. Okay. Oh, I like this one. A listener wrote, didn't do my very detailed end of the year work report. Assumed I would be in a new job already. Okay. First of all, I'm sorry that you're not in a new job already. I know that feeling and it sucks. But I'm just going to say this. I didn't feel like doing this podcast this week. (laughs) Not because I don't love you guys, but because I feel like I needed a vacation. But here I am. And so... It's okay to sometimes not do your very detailed report, or it's okay if you need some sort of mental health break to not get shit done once in a while. I'm sick of the internet telling us we have to be so productive. Some weeks I'm less productive than I'd say 95% of this planet. Sometimes I'm very productive, but... A lot of times I'm very unproductive and I want to normalize that because the internet is telling us we have to be productive 24-7 and that is not cool. So I am going to justify it by saying a lot of people are just feeling exhausted and burnt out and dead inside as last week's episode I talked about. So it is okay. It is okay. And I give you a pass. (laughs) One listener wrote, I eat cookies for breakfast. Guess what? Guess what, my friend? So do I. There you go. Justified. Boom. Okay. One person wrote, spending the holidays with my extended family is a miserable and anxiety provoking experience. Um, First of all, I'm sorry for that. And I think the holidays are hard for a lot of people because sometimes dealing with their own family is difficult, let alone someone else's family. This is so common. I can't even tell you that. Most of my friends hate spending the holidays with with their extended family, their significant others, extended family. So you are definitely, definitely not alone. And I just justified that for you. Hell, I don't even like spending holidays with myself. So there you go. Just kidding. Some holidays I like spending with myself. One listener wrote in, I can't stand my best friend lately excuse me, I hope you're not talking about me because I say all the time you guys are my best friends. So I hope you're not talking about me. If this podcast is slipping in any way, just let me know. But seriously, I think everyone, like I said to the previous question, everyone is exhausted and it's okay to hate people sometimes. In fact, I hate people a lot of times. Uh, there's very few people. I have a very small circle. People are often surprised to learn how small my circle is because I really live live for my best friends. And I, I'm not into like casual friends. I mean, I'm into them. I, I like them just fine. But if you're going to, that's who I want to spend my time with. And so anyway, I justify that for you because I think a lot of people hate a lot of people right now. The world is filled with hate right now. So there you go. But also... Two things. One, you might just be having a shitty time right now. The good news is you don't have to be best friends. No one has a gun to your head. You don't have to be best friends and you're not married. So you you don't even need to get divorced. You can just let it slide a little bit. Okay. Now we're going to go into the advice section. You guys, when you send me, can conf- I love that you sent me confessions. I didn't get through all of them. I won't have time, but So As we see, the more dark, the better. So aim for the darker, deeper, darker confessions. Okay, advice. Here's advice. I asked for advice and I'm gonna give you, this is not expert advice. I'm not qualified in any way, shape or form, but you asked and I'm answering. The first person wrote, how to not slightly hate your child at 4 a.m. Hungry baby again. Okay, first of all, I wanna just say, Congratulations on your baby and motherhood is exhausting. (laughs) It's rewarding and exhausting. And I remember when my son was little, before he was sleep trained, which by the way, to get him sleep trained, my ex-husband had to literally, literally lock me in a room because my baby was sobbing and I was sobbing because you're supposed to let him cry it out. So And by the way, my, my son slept through the night after that forever. It took one night of us both crying and he slept through the night. That's just a random digression, but hang in there. I want to say it gets easier, but as someone who's dealing with the college process right now, it doesn't get that much easier, but that's parenting, right? You take the good with the bad. You're raising a person and you won't always do it perfectly. And quite frankly, there's no perfect way to do it. And whoever says there is, is wrong. But at the end of the day, your hope is that you raise a good person, that you get from you know, point A to point B and you end up raising a good person. And if you mess up along the way, it's okay. And if you don't do things perfectly or how you think you're supposed to do them, that's okay too. Just keep your eye on the good person prize has always been my golden rule that you hope is going to be a good person. And just know you're not alone in those moments. Guys, I had a really good time answering uh, these questions and hearing from you. It was really fun. Let me know if you like this kind of episode and I can do them more often. I'm sorry for my voice. I answered that last question, uh, you know, with my cold. But yeah, let me know if this is something you like, hearing from the listeners and having uh, me weigh in. And if not, let me know if it's something you hate. And I won't hate you. So don't hate me for doing an entire episode like this. So until next week, I'll speak to you guys later. Have a great week. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you you guys stand Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for BLEAV on YouTube.